Welcome to hell. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. Hello. And tonight we have Renee Maskin. Hey, welcome. Up? Golf club. Golf club. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, uh, find the place okay? I did find the place okay, but yeah. it was because uh, Dano's episode, she said she had a, a little bit of a problem. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, I made did. sure to slow down when uh, the GPS was telling me it was coming up. So. Uh, <laughs> very good. Yeah. So, we like to start things off. Tell us, how'd you get started in this crazy business we call music? Um, well, like when I was a little kid, I always knew I was musical. I had like one of those little toy Casio keyboards and I would, you know, hear jingles on TV and, and figure them out by ear. And so I always kind of knew I had the knack for it. And then when I was 13, I decided to pick up the guitar and my second lesson taught a power chord. And then I just sat on the bed for the rest of the night and played, you know, power chords and made a very terrible song, but like it started on day two of, of my guitar lessons. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. The dreaded power chord. Yeah, the dreaded power chord. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. It's not a bad place to start, you know. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're a solo artist right now. How do we get into becoming the solo well, artist? I've, yeah, right. I mean, I've been gigging on my own since I was um, 13, but I've always okay. played in bands too. 
Um, and the last, uh, I want to say six or seven, eight years, I was playing a band called Low Light. Um, played a lot of shows in Asbury Park, opened for the Pretenders, um, played See Here Now, did the whole thing. Uh, and then over the course of the pandemic, we were kind of moving away from each other musically. So I was like, it's about time. I've only been doing this for like a couple of decades now. I should probably put out a solo record. You know, it's taken me long enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And are you happier this way? Well, not that not being happy with the band. I just sure. mean like, is it like a freedom to you? Yeah. You don't have to ask anybody permission to do anything. And, um, you know, it's it's. Everything's got its pros and cons. I was just in the studio. I'm playing with um, Mike Nordzi and Ben Ross, who are two old school uh, music scene people, too. I like playing with other people because everybody brings something interesting to the table. And if you're paying attention to each other, you can figure out like really fun things to do. Um, but when I'm working on my own stuff, like I don't have to ask anybody. Like I want to do something weird here. Or actually, I just want to keep it very simple and not go crazy. Like... You can do what you want. You have to hey, just freedom. do it. Yeah. yeah, you're limited. I can't like rock a crazy solo, you know. But um, but I, I'm musical enough. I can do. I can hold my own. So I feel good about mm-hmm. doing this stuff myself too. You know? So now that's going to move me into the whole like your writing process. So mm-hmm. writing yourself versus with the band. Mm-hmm. Like talk about your writing process. Is it you know story time, uh, real life events happening or? Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Um, You know, it's funny, like Tom Waits says he doesn't really like to write from his life directly. But you listen to his lyrics, I'm like, you took that from somewhere or something. Um, I try not to make everything, um, how do I say this, sort of like too biographical. Like, I don't really want to write my diary for the world. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to walk through life and think of something interesting to say without drawing from your own experience. Um... So yeah, mostly, you know, I do kind of little snapshots of feelings and images, and when you kind of string them together, you get some kind of emotion out of them, yeah. I think, yeah. And how do you go about your recording process then? Um, on my own, um, I was figuring that out over the pandemic. Um, I got Reaper and a really nice microphone and an SM57, and I had an apartment over the train tracks in Asbury Park, so the nice thing about that the train going by was sometimes a problem for recording because uh, it like shook my apartment. But the neighbors did not care if I wanted to crank the amp up and do some crazy shit. So, um, yeah, I just experimented. In the beginning, I was pretty bad. And by the end, I, I've got a system down that I think works. Um, I would like to expand my microphone collection and get some different sonic palettes in there. But I think I did pretty good for somebody who just did it for the first time and just did it by feel and not very technical. And all so this you're uh, swimming mm-hmm. the last one yeah. or the latest one. The latest that was all done. In my house. The in by myself house. with nobody else playing. I mixed the oh. whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, I went to it's, Alan. It's courageous. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing else to do. <laughs> there was never a better time sitting alone in an apartment. And uh, I got Alan Duchess to master it. But, okay. Um, but yeah, I did it all on my own. That every instrument, every mix, and you know. It was did all you throw own. in a crazy little train effect when it went by? Or? You know, I think it, there is a few tucked in there. I That's didn't cool. really. I had the idea to stick the microphone out the window and try to really get it, and <laughs> it would just go by so much that I want to go by like I just like I hate it. You know, uh, I, I really yeah. never ran to the window to do it. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. Like the end of the song, you just hear this train flying yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. They were really loud. It was pretty incredible. <laughs> 
That is that's something though. Yeah. I would yeah. I would totally be like, oh, we got to record this. Yeah. <laughs> Throw I that know. in somewhere. I know I should have, but. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Okay, so I'm assuming it's out now, right? It's out officially. Now. Yep. Okay, it just it's out came officially. Out. What are your what are you doing to promote it? Like what are some of the little tricks or something that maybe you could pass on? Um, well, I've always, you know, I don't know. I we were talking a little bit about, you know, cross promotion and things and the more you put yourself out there and the people who help you out there, I think it all kind of goes around. That's something that I, I think that um if I were to impart wisdom on anybody trying to play music, especially in places like Asbury Park, you have to promote yourself and you have to encourage others to, you really got to, to be a community. And that's kind of, if you're too cool for school, if you never come to see anyone else's show, if you don't think that um, it's part of your duty to get online or go to your friends and say, hey man, come to the show, people probably won't come, you know? So it's the same with the record too. Like. Um, Try not to be obnoxious about it, but hey, everybody, I got a record. Um, I work with a great label, um, in 400, um, who do, does radio promotion and things like that. And I'm doing pretty decent on college radio, so okay. it's going pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's cool. And college radio is the way to go. Right I know. Now, it's the know? cool kids. You yeah. know, speaking of the cool kids. To touch know? on that community thing, we talk about that a lot on here. Yeah. Is that's, that's one thing that's missing from a lot of the scene around here, mm -hmm. you know, anymore at all. It's right. just, Bands, even a lot of bands, they show up, play their set, and they're gone, yeah. <clears throat> along with their crowd. I know. I hate that. You know, and yeah. it's, it's it's not the way it was. We, we used to play a show. You'd get there before the doors open. You'd load in. You'd sit there through every band, play your set, every band after you, you know, hang out, have drinks. It's just, it's, yeah. it's not a common thing anymore. I think people don't realize how much you get out of it as well. Like when I first moved to Asbury, I didn't know anybody. And I went to um, Happy Mondays at the Wonder Bar. Every Monday, it was a free show. Mm -hmm. Uh, drink specials in the beginning and I would just go and hang out and watch the bands and I mean not only did I see cool bands you know sometimes they were great sometimes they were okay but I met a lot of people I think what people don't realize when they're uh, we're the, show, the, the set is over we want to go down the street and have drinks like you're actually missing out on some other cool things a lot of the time you know yeah and you never know who you're going to find too you might find a band that you're going to just absolutely love absolutely yeah. you know and you never know who you're going to meet and people who walk in and then they become your friends or sometimes um, their industry contacts it's funny how much just being present will help mm -hmm. um, and not being so jaded as to think that you don't need to um be involved with the other people in the scene. Yeah, know? it's definitely lost into a lot, a yeah. lot of today. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you know, fan base wise, the attention span has yeah. shortened mm -hmm. tremendously. Yeah, <laughs> I right. mean, like yeah. they're saying now, hit songs are like two minutes and thirty seconds. I know, I know. Like that's an it's verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> that's, an that's an intro for me. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. You guys have 10 minute songs. Yeah, my band is like we have 10, 10, 12 minute songs, like no problem. Prog band, metal band. Uh, we're like a stoner doom band. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I do like five minute, seven minute songs sometimes, but it's more in the Dylan stuff. It's like, let's tell this story for mm -hmm. a solid 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, what's wrong yeah. with that? Yeah, 10 yeah, minutes no. is one thing, but <laughs> yeah, like I, I just feel. It's the bands, mm -hmm. but I think they're just the breed of the people watching them now. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, when you see people even online or something like that, I do it myself. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Next. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, you skim through and sometimes you grab something. Like he said, sometimes you find that diamond in the rough right. and sometimes you don't. And sometimes like, oh, that's cool. Slash is coming out with a new record. Well, I know he's fucking great. So I'm just going to listen to the whole thing, right. you know? Yeah. It's hard because I know, like, a lot of my friends 
They're not musicians. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, did you check out this? Give a damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool, Jeff. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is you know? so much content out there. It is it a little is. bit like flooded. you can get mm-hmm. a little like overwhelmed. Sometimes I, I open up my Spotify and I just look and I go like, I don't even know. It's Or if you have uh, Netflix, I don't know if you've ever done this and you're so busy like picking out, oh, I'll watch this later, I'll watch this later. Uh, like, oh, you, yeah, an yeah. hour goes we by. Say that, we say that all the time. There's <laughs> such a, There's such access to so much that yeah. people are always just like, a lot of people can't even get through a whole song. Right. You know, they hear half a song, they're like, ooh, that about that one. Ooh, yeah. what about that one? And yeah. We, with, uh, well, that's with, why you know, it's we were two minutes about, and 30 seconds. You, you got now. about 20, 30 seconds to really Grab. hook them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, they're gone. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, you know, it's a bummer because I grew up like loving Pink Floyd and loving all these records where mm-hmm. placement around the record was like cool and a fun journey, but we're in a moment right now, at least, where you really got to get people from the get-go. Like, yeah. whatever song you really want them to hear right away, you can't That's hide the it one. down yeah. the album. You got to put it up, up at the top. You know? Very yeah. true. Very true. At least you're realistic about it, which yeah. is kind of cool. Well, you know, maybe someday I'll have enough of a fan base that I can start messing matter. around. But for now, it's like, I just want people, it's my first solo record. I just want people to hear it and connect with it mm-hmm. um, and not expect them to give me the time of day when they don't even know who I am, you know? so True, true. Yeah. The openness or you know, minds being open are definitely yeah, yeah. It's not the same. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. The the days of people going to shows to find new bands, it's it's, it's gone. It's not as much although there is a community in Asbury. That's why I ended up. Well, I mean, there, you know, select spots. Sure. You know, yeah. but it used to be everywhere. Like right. I know when I was younger, we went to a show three, four nights a week. Right. I know. You know, and it didn't matter who was playing, we just went and we checked out all the bands. If they sucked, they sucked. Yeah. If they are great, we bought their C D and some merch and yeah. went on our way. Yeah. yeah. I found that I lived in Brooklyn after college thinking that, you know, New York was gonna make my music career and it was just it was worse than anywhere, you know. <laughs> like you talk about people like leaving after their friends set, like I couldn't get anywhere. Moved to Asbury and I did find enough of a community of people who actually do go to the Wonder Bar mm-hmm. and just shoot the shit and watch a band and, and then meet each other and do that at the Saint if there's if there, uh, there's an interesting show. And I found it in Asbury. It's there. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a small place to do it. There's not a ton of venues, so it's hard to break into. But, you know, once you connect and get in there, you, you know, it can be really fun. It mm-hmm. could be a great place. Yeah. So. Yeah, good old Asbury. Yeah. We've both been playing Asbury for a long, uh, long, long, I, long time. To be honest, so have I, and I've seen it change too. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Think it out. way it came finalized in a last refrain yeah well time is a cruel machine and I see it in everything be easy uh-huh. let it 
Okay, so future plans. So this was your first one in the can. Yeah. You seem to have liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to get like good, you know, because I've heard it. I've heard at least what's on YouTube, the whole thing. But I think yeah. like you, your first, like you got to dive in for yours. You got to dive in. Yeah. But I got like the first three or four out yeah. of it, or I don't yeah. know the order, but at least yeah. three or four of them. And it's got that vibe. Mm -hmm. Like I would sit there. We were talking about, sorry, we were talking about it before. And I'm like, oh man, it's cool. It's got this like. I don't know if you're gonna hate me for saying this, but it's like a Mazzy Star meets um, what did I say? I can't remember. I don't know. You said Janice, and I'm like, ah, I don't know about it. it's aggressive. I like, I like I like those people. I mean, I'm. It's definitely. I would say more. I think my voice kind of falls somewhere. In the, I don't have that big bold Janice Joplin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say, I say more of the crooner aspect. Of yeah, the, of the Janice. I, I like Mazzy Star. I think that that was a great band. I, I guess they're still around. We, yes, we, I think <laughs> they. I think they are still. But. Uh, yeah, no, that's a compliment. Yeah, it's a pretty mellow record, but again, you know, it was like my first shot at it, and I'm not playing with anyone else. There's no drummer, you know, mm -hmm. So, I, and I am limited. In, in you did all the key work then, I did guess, too. I did all the too. keyboards. Yep. I did all the percussion, so, you know, I am limited to myself. So, so it's pretty futuristic now, what are you thinking about? Are you going to do another album like this in this vein, or are you going to try to stretch out, maybe get... Probably a little bit of both. Something. Yeah. <laughs> violin, violin some studio musicians. Yeah. Um, well, I just did um, a session with Mike Nordsey and Ben Ross, who used to be in this crazy band called Moth Guts. Um, and Mike Nordsey is a uh, jazz musician who just plays all over New Jersey all the time. Um, that record we just tracked live, and it's a lot grittier, and there's you know live drums, and it's going to be a whole different experience. But then at the same time, I started tracking my next pure solo Okay. So I'm oh, just, so it's already in the I'm works. Moving, yeah. <laughs> okay, so no what would time. you say, like, you know, release times? Because I know some bands are like, oh, well, you know, we'll try to do one one every other year or four mm -hmm. years because they got to write it. Yeah. You seem to be like, that eh, fucking six months. I'll see it. And, you know, if like, my label will let me do three albums this year, I'll do it. You know, okay. but, but we'll see how things roll. You know, they've, he's got other people on the roster who want their shot. Too. Of course. But if you have <laughs> you it know. in the can ready to go for him, that'd be easier. For yeah, him. exactly. So I just got to get them, get them done, you know? Okay. Yeah. So label guy, let her do it. <laughs> 
Just let her do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, places that people can find you. I'm on Instagram um, and Facebook. Instagram is Renee Maskin, my name. Uh, Facebook is Renee Maskin Music. And uh, that's where I'm at for now. I got to get the website, got to do the whole. Okay. Well, what about YouTube? That's I'm on YouTube. You. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm everywhere. I didn't even know. You, know. you can find your music on all the normal platforms Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, all that stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. and when the shows are coming back, and I've got a few lined up in Asbury and, and beyond. So I'm going to be back around pretty soon. So. Oh, awesome. What do you have coming up in next month? Um, March. Fourth or fifth at the uh, Danny Clinch Transparent Gallery. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I heard great things about that. That's uh, great yeah. place. Yeah, it's real fun. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll get you out of here in a little bit and get get you in there performing. But uh, last question. Sure. There's one singular thing you could change about the music scene. What would it be, and why? Hmm. One singular. Thing. One singular thing. It can't be like a big broad thing. Mm-hmm. It's got to be what what one thing. Would you change about the music scene and why? We get we've gotten a gauntlet of answers. I know, I know. That's such a because there's so many things that could be changed. That need to be changed. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but just one. Um. All right, I'm gonna just go with a dumb one. I think every venue needs a a green room that any band is allowed to have access to. I've played some bars and stuff. Mm -hmm. I realize they're bars but that are so tight and so crowded and you play a set and all I want to do is like breathe for a second and to do what I have to like walk out to my car and sit in the car just to get like a moment to decompress and like yeah. be nice to just like walk off stage even to a broom closet and just leave it designated for the band to sit and chill for like five <laughs> that would be a thing it's different I just, it's I'm trying different. to not say the usual shit like pay the bands you know well, that's just yeah. not gonna happen so <laughs> you it doesn't know, like, yeah, a nice little room for the bands who play, even if it's just for five minutes after the set. I think that'd be wonderful. <laughs> now, on just a side note, and I'm sorry, I'm going to extend this a little bit. Doing that, mm-hmm. isn't that not as good as going out into the crowd and actually face-to-face timing people to... I always do. Yeah. Every time. But sometimes it's like you just play, you get off, you're talking on these people and you just need like a second. You just need a yeah. second. Especially like if you're really in the moment playing, it's hard to then switch into, I'm going to stand here for the next two hours and say hi to everybody who showed up. Yeah. You know? no, I get that when I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't really like just like, you know, maybe like five minutes to just, you just know, collect myself. And, you know, close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then get on out there. Yeah. I'm not judging. When you look at me like I was an <laughs> asshole. Because you were looking at me like I'm an asshole. I always look at you like that. That's true. That's yeah. true. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's get, get set up in the other room and get you going. All right. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Summer's fading. The heat's still blazing. We're here just riding it out. Going nowhere The gang is out here Let's pull up a check Cause everyone wants something from you Waiting at the station again And this train just ain't coming in Hey man, you 
the quiet distance Your time, their times Everyone wants something from you But I, I ain't lost the feeling I ain't lost the feeling Just yet Not quite So high on this empty promise They're at your fingertips So get rich quick, kid Don't think on it Just keep it moving Cause everyone wants something from you But our record's gonna be more. Um... My bad, sorry. <laughs> that record. I fucked that up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, continue. My bad. <laughs>